Good evening, and welcome to episode 42 of Gouda on Gouda. 42 being the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And we've got a very special episode tonight. Uh, first, the regulars. You guys and y'all know me. I'm Bob Gouda. You know Jer. Jerome Rolson. Good evening. Evening. And of course, Jay. And that's why I dispense with the pseudonyms, because... We don't even hard. call... Jay a guest anymore. Jay's just the host now. Um, but in addition, very special guest, a returning, returning favorite on the show, Dr. Jean Ralston. Welcome. Bonjour. And his uh, lovely better half, Ms. Brie Jolie. Ah, bonsoir. <laughs> Welcome to the show. With a beret, no less. So tonight we have a, you know, the more uh, the more guests, the uh, the bigger the roster of cheeses, and sometimes it gets a little out of control. And tonight is one of those nights. We have uh, about twenty five different cheeses here. We have a numerologically significant number of cheeses. Yeah, it's a lot. How many? What's the official count? Seven. Seven. Seven cheeses. We have tonight. it's episode forty two, and we have lucky number seven as far as cheeses go. A prime number. Yeah. Um, I say that every time. <laughs> So, uh, why don't... Uh, 47, not 42. <laughs> I'm going to get my cheese introduction out of the way right off the bat so that everybody can uh, then talk for... Just introduce their cheeses. I, uh... For a long time, I've been trying to make the, the Reverie Creamery happen. There, uh... There's some kids out of Mayville, New York, just trying to make it happen in a, in a cheese-eat-cheese world. Um, and tonight, uh, we're going to be trying from the Lexington Co-op... Uh, the Reverie Black Garlic Chevra. So, have you ever had black garlic here? Anybody? It's like no, black no. metal? No. I thought it was a thing that happened. I thought it was like a special breed of garlic, but it's not. It's just rotten garlic? Yeah, it's not. No, I was just stabbing the dog. not rotten garlic. It's uh, garlic really that is ripe. basically let to just ripen indefinitely in a specific temperature and humidity. Yeah, that's what I meant. And it turns black, <laughs> and it tastes molassesy. Or, and uh, okay. whatever the process is, it makes it cost uh, a lot. This looks like maple or maple. It looks gelato. like chocolate chip gelato. Chocolate chip gelato. And it's like in a, a neat little dessert it's container. container. So it uh, kind of looks like a dessert, but it's not. It's chevron. No, it's also With twenty-four black. bucks a pound apparently. With moldy garlic in it. Yeah. All not right. moldy, but fermented. Jerome, uh, take it. I brought something American. Uh, goat Rodeo Hootenanny. <laughs> Figuring that a rodeo is American and a Hootenanny at a rodeo has got to be more. Out of Pennsylvania from the Goat Rodeo Creamery. Uh, it is a really quite stern-looking goat gouda with a bright orange rind mellowing to a somewhat alarming like paleness in the middle. I like the gradient on that. Recommended like... by uh, Rochelle out of Pennsylvania. Of course, it's goat cheese, so you know, anything goat cheese is going to be recommended by her. Yeah, She's a big fan of the goat cheese. I didn't know she liked goat cheese. She used to raise goats and make cheese from the milk. All right. I guess I should have known that. Surprise. <laughs> we got a couple of surprise cheeses here. Yeah, these come from uh, from our pal Glenn at, uh, at Premier Gourmet, who, who will be on this show at some point in the near mm-hmm. future, I promise. What's the story uh, with these? He just said he just wanted both of you to try this, and the three of you. We didn't know there were three, but I, you know. Yeah. They, they Jay hasn't been there. There's six. Jay's right. fame yeah. is spreading abroad. To try when he heard you, you do this regularly, he wanted sure. you to <laughs> certainly try this, these two cheeses. 
said they were very special. Any briefing? <laughs> One of these. No, we didn't really. We got we got a pecorino chamomilla, which I'm gonna guess just by the name. And the fact that it's covered might in be herbs. a pecorino cheese that is covered in what I suspect to be chamomile. Um, but apparently it is delicious. And then we have one that looks like a dirty water balloon. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> he said it's very creamy. It looked like a, a grenade, actually. I want to know. Thing. What, and then the, the top part is this like an egg? Creamy. Dirty Are we going to crack this open and there's like it's going to like come out as a liquid? Maybe it's one of those like one of those German things. It's got a toy inside. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. the Kinder Egg. Yeah. Like yeah. a Kinder Egg, yeah. Yeah, we can prove it. Well, we can try. We can go when we get to that. Um, We've got a more fragrant end of the table here. Yes, indeed. Doctor. Um, again, at uh, Glenn's recommendation, we have two um, gorgonzolas, uh, both from the same uh, valley in uh, Bella, Italy. One is a gorgonzola picante, and the other is a gorgonzola dolce. And, of course, the point here is to educate those around the table here, these finer points, the differences between the glory of these gorgonzola. <laughs> See, that's what I've been talking about. You know, there's about. a lot of laughter. Are, 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 See, I've been talking Absolutely. about this for ages. I gotta have like cheeses so we can figure out what they're. Are you descended from, from a teacher? Jay, are you married to a teacher? Thank you. <laughs> You will be the foremost commentator here on the, <laughs> the subtle differences that aren't so subtle. But I mean, these are great treats. Feel free to think of Gorgonzola as particularly subtle. Yeah. And this yeah. last one oh, the, promises the, the, to be even less subtle. We need to try those as a pair. You realize? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, those are clearly like they're a pretty Tomax and Zamat kind of thing. And on again on Glenn's recommendation, I uh, regionally has chosen a brie from Jasper Hill, and it's called Oma. Um, he told me that it is a creamy, very creamy brie, uh, made in Vermont, um, very similar to the, the brie's from France. Mm. Um, so we'll give it a try. And there is a Harbison sort of... Those are the Harbison folks? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. What's Oma mean? Oma? It means anything. Sounds like some sort of Italian-familial relationship. Huh. But that rind mm. is moist and unsettling. Actually, it's their got different colors in it. It's not that far from where I grew up. That's on. an actual dirty really? one. So yeah. It's in Vermont. Yeah, it's not that far right from Right across the border? Not right across, a little further north, but yeah. So the Oma. What, um, is that, is that all of them? That's right. it. So. Shall we start with the Glen specials? Or Let's start with the Glen specials because they're probably yeah. a lot more mild yeah. than the. Uh, take, yeah, take the uh, one that looks like the balloon. I'm going to. I want to do the, the I want to do the chamomile one first okay. because I feel like everything that like we're seeing everything that this cheese is gonna do <laughs> it's gonna look like that it's gonna taste like chamomile and pecorino. This one, the water balloon, I have no idea what we're getting into. It's here. not gonna taste it's like, a like old rubber. I'm hoping that we crack it open like an egg, but who knows? Okay. So let's get first, this. Uh, while you cut that off, this is not the first chamomile. Cheese we've had. No, we in fact had uh, something from Reverie Valley. Reverie Valley, and uh, we had the chamomilla or chamomilla from them, and I uh, was a little disappointed in that. Yes, like I said, I've you been trying. It was to, okay. I've been kind of trying to make Reverie Creamery happy or like happen because they're from Mayville, and I've been to Mayville, and Where's I'd Mayville? like Mayville? Mayville is up near what Springfield or Springville. 
Springfield. I have not been to Mayville, so oh. don't oh, look south. at me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, it's um, Western New York. Western New York, exactly. All right. Um, sorry, some of these pieces are the the chamomile doesn't doesn't slice well, so you're probably just going to get a glob of chamomile with your cheese. If chamomile oh. it is, cheese is easy to try that. So. I'm going to stay at a safe distance. I, uh, there are, once again, <laughs> you drink chamomile like it's water. I, I drink She it. doesn't want to take a nap yet. It's going to put her to sleep. <laughs> well, after the gorgonzola, you won't take a nap. Um, we'll be wired. All right. Well, dig right in. Dig in. Try to get Visually, I think we've covered it. It's pale white and has what looks like a chamomile rind. Smell-wise, it, uh... This does not... This tastes almost, smells almost like raw milk. It does kind of smell like it could be a raw milk cheese. But it would legally have to be marked as raw milk. Sure. Well, there's no ingredients, again. It, it does taste like chamomile tea. Very Oh, wild. yeah, that's, that's right in front, too. There's chamomile mm-hmm. right up front. This is what I thought that other stuff was going to be. Yeah. This is what I hoped that other stuff would be. kind of tastes like a Havarti to me. Yeah. It's got that kind of... Uh, it's soft, neutral... Well, like a, I was gonna say like kind of a, kind of almost a, like a sharpness at the end that. Uh, uh, yeah. Is that the herb or is that the cheese? Could be the herb. Well, I think yeah. Let me go yeah. back in here. That's great. Ta- I mean, taste it and feel the end, right? It comes up. You can feel this, the sharp of the cheese gotcha. get a piece and of the potency of the chamomile. I, I think you're the only person I've ever heard who calls chamomile potent. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> what is that? Chamomile? Do you want to take a nap? No, it, it, it almost does taste kind of raw milky. Yeah, yeah. Really the consistency does. doesn't say that, but. Mm. Alright, so it's, what's the taste like? It's kind of creamy. It's like, you're right. It's like a hearty mm. early with like, the, it's got vegetable, like the chamomile sort of vegetable alkaline. I'm still searching for an adjective. Snooze. Alkaline? Did you just say alkaline? I don't know. I'm assuming it's alkaline because it's vegetable. Yeah. I read too much Sherlock Holmes, and they're always talking about vegetable alkaloids. <laughs> Nobody talks about alkaloids anymore. Mm, you're right. Um, <laughs> uh, I like it. It's um, it's kind of what I was expecting. Um, as far as like, uh, you can conduct an experiment. It being caked in chamomile flowers, but the cheese itself. Let me, uh, I'm going to try to get a piece that's chamomile-free, because as you know, I always like to have the flavor that's on the rind permeate the cheese to at least some degree. This stuff is persistent enough, you're probably going to get it anyway. Yeah, it's still there, it still tastes like chamomile. That's cool. I don't really like the taste of chamomile. If you like the taste of chamomile. Uh, I suppose you get like a couple of tea bags. Rub it on. <coughs> did you try it? I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it tastes like chamomile. Yeah. It tastes like okay. chamomile and yeah. then cheese. But see, I don't want to eat that. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to snack on chamomile cheese. You don't find it soothing? Cheese. It's no. a weird... Yeah. It's a weird... Check your pulse. You don't want something that feels like cheese and tastes like tea? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> do you think it's, it's, a, it's a weird venue for chamomile, though? I do. <laughs> I, I will say, of the some of the, of the vegetable cheeses we've had, this one is one of the more unapologetically vegetable-y. I don't think it's vegetable It's flowery. I mean, it's not as flowery as the one that Rochelle brought. Well, yeah, no, it's not Alp Blossom. Yeah. Did you guys get to try the Alp Blossom? No, I don't think so. No, Whole Foods carries once in a while. That was quite special. You like that? I didn't think it was great. 
That was, was alright. I was eating flowers. I was excited. Yeah, yeah. Eating it was real cool looking. If you like chamomile, if you like chamomile, I mean, it's the flavors in the cheese too. So I mean, it's I, actually, it's not I a bad really cheese. Actually, I don't really like chamomile tea. That's not at all my favorite tea. But I thought this cheese was pretty good. So what yeah. would be interesting with right? You could spread it on crackers, right? It, it would it would taste the same. I mean, it'd be Something. cheese and chamomile, right? Something yeah. sweet. But suppose you put it with, um, I don't know. Suppose you were eating it with like a port wine, right? Yeah. Uh, like a like a real sweet Pedro Jimenez, right? Which is like liquid raisins, right? Yeah, or the other... Liquid raisins? How about wow. the giant head-sized strawberries that are currently being sold? <laughs> or, or at the other end of the scale, so you know, yeah. some really dry um, port, uh, you know? I would say this would want some sweetness. Yeah, I would too. Because it's got the bitter end of the small um, spectrum. Like jam. I mean, okay, now there's a thought, right? You know, what what jam would you put on this, right? Mix it. You take this, spread it on a piece of bread, Can't and then then put some jam on it, right? You put a. Um, Here you go. That's how I should say cue the jam. Next time I'll say cue the jam. The jam needs its own musical stinger. Have to learn the bass for this. Or like, jam. With, like with figs, right? Uh, chopped up figs or. Um, yeah. Oh, I could see it with figs. Yeah. You can? But, I mean, yeah, because yeah, right. they're so sweet. They are sweet. I think it would balance it. I mean, I'm know. sure Lisa, or uh, Cheese Louise, <laughs> Cheese Louise, um, is a fan of just the uh, the fresh figs right off the tree. Okay. Apparently the only yeah. way they can really be eaten. I just don't like figs otherwise, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but, I don't uh, like the dried ones. But, I mean, yeah, that's a, they're sweet. a classic thing. Is this right where you learned... The result of what you learned at the... Uh, it is. This is actually the last of our, oh, our no. jam class. Product of your jam education. Yeah. You're going to have to make so, more. going to have to make a little more. Okay. I think jam just goes well with cheeses. Though, a lot does. of people do. We will find out right now. I think you just like jam. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with jam. I also just like jam. Mm-hmm. I think it should be... You should get fancy and start calling it preserves. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, people make these combos. You know, it's a... Um, I typically think that, like... Sorry. <laughs> the jam is still being processed. <laughs> no, I typically think that flavor-wise, like, flowery flavors tend to lend themselves well to, like, sweet rather than savory. And I think this kind of, uh, it's kind of neat like that. You know? you know, as sort of a enthusiastic chamomile consumer, Lisa, how would you try it? Yeah, go ahead and try it with the uh, jam and let us know what you think. I don't know about that. <laughs> not nearly as adventurous. I'm not that the thres- the I'm threshold not is uh, it's higher. Holds us to a stern standard here. I eat jam just as a snack. So, do shots. <laughs> I think that's a weird combination. It is. I'm sure it tastes jam good, but I flavored toothpaste. I wouldn't think to put that yeah. in. So, some other time. shall we drill a core sample from yes, the dirty water bottle? Yeah. I think oh, you right. got to slice it like an onion. This thing's got a little it hat looks on. like an onion. Yeah. Well, like that's because the rope cap. was tied around this part, he okay. said, and a rope was tied around that part. Mm. And there's like another, like one of these, only about ten times bigger underneath. Oh, yeah. And, and it was carried on the sides of the mules, he said, mm-hmm. and yeah. the cream <clears> rose <throat> to the top. And this is... And no, it's like the creamier part of the uh, creamier part of the large, right, much larger. I'm just going to slice this slice right down the middle. Oh dear! 
I'll slice it like this. Like a... Oh, don't want that. Get out of here with that business. That flash. Oh. Yeah, that's unfair. Oh, we got some action photography going on. No, the other way. Like rings, right? No, I want to see what it cross section. Oh. What the cross section looks like straight through the straight through the the, the, the knot I of the water. It's gonna be really creamy. Well, maybe, uh, we're ch- check to see if it's creamy inside. Right? Well, it, it, I think <sighs> what you may have meant is it tastes creamy because well, 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 the middle looks a lot like the bottom. Yeah, you're gonna need to resharpen that knife after that kind of force. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, have choppy. I don't know if this is uh, that rind looks a little like it's just pale white, but. Well, we're going to find out. It's somewhat tough. Like a wax rind or something? It's not an explosive. It is, it is an ex- no. It's an interesting texture. Does it it is yeah. like, it's like polyurethane. Oh, great. You're going to make some bushings on it? Yeah, remember not, the last time we tried not polyurethane. It's springy. It is, it's kind of. But it is stiff. It smells kind of hay, Whoa. dusty. Yeah. It smells like a old mule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't tell us that. There's a an image that maybe it's just suggestion, but it does have a kind of like sweet cream smell to it. Maybe that's you know psychosomatic, and I should be doing this blindfolded or with my ears plugged or something. But mm. eat the cheese, eat the cheese, Jer. Well, I'm commencing that. Yeah. This is like eating a potato chip. It is almost as firm as. <laughs> and then when the flavor. Like and then when the flavor kind of comes on, it tastes like kind of really salty provolone. Yeah. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. It does taste like provolone. Salty provolone. No, that's got, that's got a different note than provolone. Provolone's not that sweet, usually. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're... It's almost like a combination, yeah. And there's a little slight earthy note at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> that's like interesting. There's, there's nothing, 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 nothing. Sweet provolone... <laughs> Perfumes. <laughs> it's like a concept. It's like the water balloons in midair. That is salty. Yeah. How would this be melted? I'll bet no, this would melt fantastically. Melt. It's not very oh, oily. Man. It's not, but it's like I don't think that would melt. It. But it's just the flavor. It grated. Tastes melted. It's like you're eating cheese on a pizza. Once that, once it starts to, once you start to get the saltiness and the kind of mm, sweet provolone salty. kind of taste to it. It tastes like it's already melted. Does look like an onion, doesn't it? Yeah. Does it sound like I know what I'm talking about? Because I don't. I'm just taking. I'm just taking it in. Is is what is? I don't know. There's something at the end with the sweet cream, and I like an earthiness or a. Well, I don't get that. There's a definite finish. It, there's a turn down on the. Yeah, 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 I'm getting that. I'm getting like a like a lift off. How would you characterize the turn down? It's still intact. Okay. Well, I, I left it, I pulled it immediately when it started to melt in the middle and stayed Well, now you can soft. smell it, though. Because this is an audio podcast and you can't see what's mm. happening. Sort of like in Gremlins when the smell Gremlins this, get listeners. wet and then smell they this. grow off the back and multiply. Yeah, the, the, the flavor comes out in the smell when you do yeah. melt it. Huh. So, a taste there. Your pizza oh, analogy yeah. is continuing oh. with bubbling cheese. I mean, it's a different animal. Yeah. What do you think? Care to try it on a piece of bread? Grilled cheese sandwich. Great. Really? <laughs> a little bit of bacon. I, I love saltiness and cheese. And Same. the primary, the, the first flavor that hit me 
not that you know just was the kind of saltiness and the, the provolone. It's not unpleasantly salty though, like that. Mm. Oh, not at all. I didn't mean that derogatory. Like it's a really mild saltiness. Kind of blending into the bread there. They're both rigid. It melts very well. <laughs> Please. Slice yourselves off some. Yeah, put some around here. The, uh, I would like this, except there's like something at that too. end note. Yeah. That just kind of turns it off for me. What's the name of this cheese? Cacio Cavallo? Is that what yes. Yeah, Cacio Cavallo. What kind of milk is this? This is a... Are there ingredients? No ingredients. Okay. Mm -hmm. Meh. Let's just trust them. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. There are two labels on this package. Oh. Mm-hmm. Would anybody care to know what the label underneath <laughs> Caccio Cavallo says? Velveeta. No. <laughs> it says, Boar's Head Sharp Provolone. Get out of town. Look at that. It's microwave for like 15 Boar's seconds. head sharp. So we should get some boar's head sharp provolone next. Oh, but there's a lot here. Why? Boar's head sharp provolone. I like it. It tastes like I Yeah, but I have to mention, boar's head probably didn't sell stuff in quite this form factor. Maybe it was just wrapped wrong. Yeah, well, they did wrap <clears> yours wrong. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Okay, so you got a plate of boiling cheese. It's melted. Oh yeah, it's provolone. It's. Uh, I don't know that this is provolone. It certainly. I mean, I don't know how you can not taste that though. Because provolone doesn't finish the way this does. No, this definitely finishes sweeter. There's a. I don't. I'm not getting. I'm getting it. It's sweet, okay. and then there's a sort of a a turn down at the end that's almost earthy to me. And that's kind of why I'm a little down on this. I... Okay, the fancy baguettes are out. I don't know what that, if that says that about the cheese, that we're all not talking because we're all kind of stuffing this cheese into I'm trying mouth. to talk. Okay, I'm trying to cheese in my mouth. <laughs> I think that... I, don't know, I like okay. this a lot. It's, I think it occupies a space that... Uh, occupies a space that... Uh, Further you know in. that's just not coming together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, I'm just gonna say that uh, it's a salty provolone, and I like it because provolone was the second kind of cheese that I got into as a kid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and now you're dancing. Exactly. Uh, I like this better melted. Oh, it's a it's, it's, a, it's a whole yeah. yeah. It's almost like a raclette in that right. it has to be melted. Um, and I mean, yeah, if we were to melt it, really liquefy it, right? Yeah. Melt it carefully, though. Like if we had a. Uh, one of those raclette grills. There's What's a raclette grill. It's a grill that you buy teeth just to grill cheese. Okay. One might think you could also just use a frying pan, but 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 a grill. But a grill with with a, a grill. The single yeah. purpose is also good. Um. See what they go for. I like it. That's really good melting. So, yeah. 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 That is I mean, that is definitely the way to make that. It cheese. has a gratifying that little bit of squeak too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is yeah. very necessary when you're having cheese on bread. Like I feel like I'm biting into uh, like a calzone when I eat yeah. it because it's got that kind of uh, 
almost like a meat saucy kind of slight spicy note that, that goes nice. away quickly. Let's get a reclet. Now this is a, um, <laughs> you know, a fairly mild Next flavor. Year. Yes, as we've all sort of understood, right? As we have difficulty describing it. So what would this be good with? So you're sitting down, right? You got a great piece of bread, right? You're melting this stuff on it. What would you drink with? I would definitely drink something with it because it's salty enough that it would definitely make me thirsty. I mean, so you could have, I mean, suppose you had a really potent ginger ale, like uh, lots of you think of vermin? No, like, uh, or I was thinking like Gosling's really ginger ale. Mm. Oh, good. That, it has, whoa. It has whoa. limits. <laughs> there's, that, there's that gremlin situation. Oh my gosh, look wow. at that. Put it in the microwave for two seconds too long and it approximately quadruples in size. What? Bad. And turns into a completely different substance. It's like cheese foam. It's now, That's uh, why you need a like reclet grill. It's a, it's a pasta water bowl. <laughs> well, What's it taste like? I'm sure it'll taste good. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> it doesn't taste good. Well, give it here. I'm going to burn it's myself. Burned. <laughs> it's burned. It's caramelized. Like caramelized. Uh, it is caramelized. You know In what? There is a sort Who of would I be if appealing? I did not eat this well, burned cheese? You'd be someone without burned lips because it's quite hot. I think it would be good. Yeah, it's burned, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. So be it. Burned cheese on pizza? That's always good. Yeah, it loses something. Yeah, it, it loses something. <laughs> when, the, when a certain amount of the oiliness is gone, there's nothing left. There's nothing left. Yeah. I'm still going to finish. All right, so we destroyed the cashew <laughs> cavallo. Right. But at least we got to eat it. And, and, and That's all so gone. So the you know, bottom line is, this would be a fine, you know, be fun to sit around, a good piece of oh, bread. Oh, absolutely. Right? Melt this stuff up, sit around... Fall. Uh, talk about um, uh, football. Well, <laughs> not if you're in, New- in Buffalo, New York. But uh, it's not so much talking about football as it is complaining about football. Here. And, yeah, that's uh, what they do. Strangely, for drinks with this, yeah. with the Cachu Cavallo, I almost want something citrusy. You know, I was gonna, you know, a, a big red wine. It just, I don't know, cheap red wine out of a juice glass. I almost feel like you want this kind of the refreshing citrusiness to. To counter that saltiness. It is um, salty. I thought it was a little too salty yeah. for me. So you could have a cider, right? A hard cider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hard cider, right? Yeah. Or not really sweet. Any kind of cider. But yeah. got that. Yeah, that'd be a little potent. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Like the uh, apple. Uh, yeah. The apple beers that they make, the um, reds or whatever. Or, sure. I think a cider would be better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sweeter. it's all gone. So tart cider. Yeah. <laughs> no choice right. but to we move on. We cannot conduct now. the experiment. Yeah. Where shall we go? Well, we're going to go to that. Uh, Back to me. Is this no, your um, your black uh, garlic uh, mm. concoction? Yes, indeed. It really does look like the, chocolate uh, chip gelato. Chocolate chip gelato. Let's all grab a spoon. <laughs> Unless you could just smear it out a cracker, or a your piece finger. of bread. I'm going to smear it on some bread. You know, in high school I worked at a deli. It looked a lot like a cream cheese that they made. That was um, cinnamon raisin and walnut cream cheese. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It was real dark like that. Oh, yeah, this has been out for a while. This is, like, really yeah. soft. I, it I, looks like... That's been out for, like, an hour and a half now. Looking at it. Cheese, <clears throat> salt, rennet, culture, OG black garlic. Original OG. gangster. <laughs> Original garlic. Ah. I presume it's organic, but... OG. I prefer to think it's, you know... You're, Red, you're and remaining you're aloof. No, or, I'm just waiting. Yeah, I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm like, uh, yeah. He's checking to see if we survive. We're functioning as your food tasters this evening. Yeah, black garlic That's is. Uh, it looks. I've never seen cheese like this. Cream uh, cheese. Whoa. 
Yeah. That's a different experience. You got a it smells a little sweet. bit of a roundhouse to the nose. It's like garlic. No, it smells like vinegar? Yeah. Vinegar, yeah. So are they pickled? The black... Uh, Could very well I'm be. I'm knocked out. I do like garlic. So I'm curious. Vinegary garlic? This is not particularly potent on the Vinegary, garlic. Vinegary, like no. briny? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have it on a pecker. Oh, look at you, Cheese Louise. Mm. Get adventurous. Cheese Louise, step it up here. Mouth feels strange. <laughs> yeah, the mouthfeel is kind of like gelato, except not cold. And not cold. Like, it's got that kind of creaminess. Not cold, and the, it's got chunks of garlic With the it. chunks of stuff in it. It's oh, like that they're just the wrong things. Not the wrong Ooh. things. It's delicious, but... Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. That is, uh... I, this is my I don't first like time the vinegary ever, taste. This is the it first dimensions. time I've ever had black garlic, and it is vinegary. It hasn't. The very but that it's sweet caramel kind of taste that you get with that, that's a weird thing to taste coming from garlic. It, it's it's a, like it's a neat. Yeah, it's oh. like sweet vinegar. Yeah. It's like a cream cheese consistency for me. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of wondering where the vinegar is coming from then. I presume it's from the, the way that they it. make the onions. The, the garlic. The, or the, the yeah, sorry, the garlic. The, uh, I don't know, because I, I mean, five minutes before you got here, we were looking up how to make black garlic. I don't know if you were here for that. Um, and there's a process that takes weeks or months, but there may be a vinegar-based process that makes it a lot quicker. Um, <clears throat> but that is interesting. That's really good. I bet that's yeah. good on bread. That's gotta be. I have to imagine that's good on a bunch of stuff. Like, actually, I want to sear it on a steak. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, on there's meats. a thought. It would yeah. be good on meat. That pork. That molassesy garlic, garlic flavor. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. French Canadian heritage mm-hmm. starting to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I like that a lot. Ooh, that'd be fun, yeah. right? Yeah. The, uh, I don't know that I can eat a lot of that, but no, that I, definitely. You were saying earlier that that stuff occupies a space. This occupies its own. Oh space. yeah, this oh, is man. a whole other thing. Um, just smear it on uh, grilled bread, like yeah, grill some bread with olive oil, bruschetta. Yep. Smear a little on top of that. That's all the topping you need on that. So what's the name of this? It is Reverie Black Garlic Cream. Chevron. So Chevron. Sorry. Yeah. So it's a goat cheese. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like not the kind of like it's really, I I like the sweetness that comes off of it too. Like you don't expect coming from the brandy so much garlic goes away. It does. It, it's yeah, a real flavor combo. I still taste the vinegar. Yeah. I want more garlic. It might just be because it's sitting it depends out for like on the an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the, the vinegar's kind of maybe separating out. Yeah. But um. We'll but I like that. I think it depends to some extent on what piece you get because the first piece I got had a bunch of garlic in it. Yeah. So. Actually, so. yeah. yeah, the next and, time you um, come over for uh, spaghetti dinner on Sunday, we're gonna make garlic bread with that. Yeah. Nice. I would also, yeah. while we're yeah. in, uh, while we're between cheeses, like to just give a shout out to last week's black truffle pecorino. I used that for everything this past weekend. <laughs> it went on everything. <laughs> I ate the brick. The, <laughs> oh, I cheese ate that Louise a lot. made. Wait, the, you ate the whole brick. I ate a lot of it. She uh, she made it into her night cheese, which is when <laughs> no, you just sit there at night and carve off hunks of cheese. <laughs> Keeps so it on a dish under a pillow. It was, it was good. <laughs> what did you put it on? Like when you say everything? Um, yes. Yeah, oh, the, the, the pecorino. Meal. The pecorino went on a meatball sandwich. It went on oh, some okay. pasta. It went on some um, 
Toasted garlic bread. Okay. It was pretty much anything that I... The uh, chicken parm? Oh, uh, the chicken parm, yeah. All right. It was just an all-star cheese. They and, did not uh, stint on the black truffle oil. No, okay. not at all. It was okay. it was fantastic. Huh. Um, shall we try this melon-looking... Uh, the hoot nanny? The... Nope. I was thinking... Oh, actually, the, that does look like a melon. I was thinking this looked like kind of... Uh, this is a cantaloupe kind of looking... The Vermont Brie. Yes. Yeah. This is the Some Oma. strange colors. Oma. Well, all right, we are in uh, your hands here. It looks like a hunk of flank steak. All right, well, shall I cut yeah. it up Let's, here? Uh, do you have to give a brief I'm guess? Do you have any thoughts on the any nature of soft cheese and how uh, it applies to international I, relations? My um, <laughs> favorite cheeses are always the soft cheeses, so especially like a camembert or a brie. So I'm hopeful that this is going to be uh, satisfying. <laughs> well, what do you what do you what do you look for in a soft cheese? Because I'm not a huge soft cheese fan. So what should I be I looking don't, for? I don't like them when they're too ripe. To me, they lose all their flavor when they're too ripe. So I like a nice young, um, creamy, not too buttery. Sometimes people like they say it tastes like butter, and yeah. you know I don't like. We've said that a lot. Too buttery. <laughs> um, Certain cheeses is all we can describe it as was functionally butter. But. Yeah. Where, where do you stand on the cave age or the bloomy rind, the sort of earthy taste you get when you get the rind to some of the stuff? Like, well, see, then when it's too old for me, then when I can okay, actually so like taste you... the rind too much, when the rind overpowers the cheese, I don't ah, like you involved. Yeah. I don't like it too much. I uh, yeah. I taste the rind merely as a, a matter of uh, form. Form. And it gives it some texture. But it gives yeah, it some I don't texture. like it. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, I prefer it without the rind. Yeah. Bob prefers to stick a big thick exactly. straw through the rind. <laughs> the rind is yeah. particularly uh, scary. It ruins the cheese for me if the rind is too mature. The little yeah. white spots. You just know that. Yeah, this rind is like a. You just know that's going straight to your striations and the slightly green. <laughs> that's enough predicting. Let's dig in. Yeah, let's dig in. Let's here. dig in. What's the texture? Not quite as runny oh, as wow. I thought. Yeah, it's still cohesive. But, um, once I broke it, uh, there was a new odor. Mm. You want to describe that Ooh. new odor? That's, uh, that's the odor of a uh, soft cheese with a bloomy rind. <laughs> that's uh, kind of like taffy almost. Yeah. I'm surprised this, this is going to be, a, um, this is gonna be something special. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no, that was a whoa. This is no, not no. runny at all. No, it's uh, it's actually fairly no, firm. I don't like it. We'll now you really like that harvesting these guys make. Yeah, I mean this is like a medium mature brew, right? You know what this smells like to me? Hmm. This smells taste... like. Huh. This smells like grass. It's like cut grass that's been left out a little too long. Grass juice. Ooh, grass yeah. juice. A little bit. Like yeah. when it rains. The runoff from the grass pile. From the compost, yeah. Yeah. That's what that's that smells Vermont like. Here. That's Vermont. Jean is bracing himself as he consumes this here. Hmm. I can see your torso in the hatch. It's delicious stuff, right? Well, I can't say I haven't had it. It's good, but I don't think it tastes like a brie, actually. More like a, yeah, it's a pretty mature brie. Mm-hmm. trouble getting past the smell, but it doesn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more a rind. You okay? Yeah. You know what? It's more intense than mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be. That rind is so intense. <laughs> yeah. This is I the stuff to the have. Wow. Try the rind. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even have the rind in. That's a lot. I can taste that rind in the past. 
<laughs> it's becoming part of memories that I've already formed. <laughs> wow. And you and Marcel Proust. This reminds me of Christmas on uh, when I was ten. We had this cheese. <laughs> It's all coming good, back to me. Is that a good Ooh, Christmas or a bad Christmas? Christmas. Was that the orphanage? That's all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong rind. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to try that with that just is, the that cheese. That is way too strong. Oh, I love this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of stuff you sit down it's with. It's like the wool socks of cheese. This great with a martini. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, this, <laughs> you can have this with some serious drinks, right? Mm. You'd have to. No, yeah. I mean... Mm-hmm. You need to talk you about. You need the alcohol to kill whatever's on the rind. <laughs> That's not what they mean by washed rind. <laughs> you can have this with. Um, um, I'm gonna try some of the center here. Yeah. But now, on its own, whole different scene. Mm. That's, that rind that's tastes. Too, that, that is. That is too strong. That, that rind tastes like grass juice. Yeah. Oh, that rind tastes like fermented grass. Stiff grass all juice. day long. This is the kind of stuff that makes civilization. <laughs> I mean, this is really good. Because even the texture, I'm surprised mm. about. It's not runny at all. No. And I like runny cheese. So. Well. Soft cheeses. Yeah, it's much smoother. Have mm-hmm. such a, it's such a, a wealth of possibilities, mm. man. Ooh. So this is the Dolce. This is no, the Dolce. No, 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 no. Oma. Oh, this is the. Oh, yeah. Okay. We haven't gotten into the pair. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So this it should is, be. Uh, oh my. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, Only with the rind. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's without the rind. Nearly well, bad. I mean, this stuff rind. is pretty. It's very complex, right? It's got a lot Quite. of flavor. Oh my god, yeah. It's smooth on the tongue. Goes great on the bread. Mm-hmm. It's potent enough so you can have it with strong drinks. Um, I'm sure there are beer enthusiasts would think, "Man, if I had this with such and such, it'd be great." Stiff, dark porter. Well, you told us the beer to drink. With. No, I don't know that. I don't know that one, but. I mean. <laughs> The parts of the rind are changing color. If you don't wrap that up tightly, your whole refrigerator is going to stink. Yeah. Well, you got to eat it right away. That's the plan. That's the kind of Jeff to eat it all. Before. Eat it all oh, now. Oh, now. I mean, you need to put it in his memory. I mean, it's already imprinted. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember having this at my high school graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Memories of things past. <laughs> so It's always been there. <laughs> what does it taste like? What does it taste like? Taste? This goes far beyond taste, sir. <laughs> I know, but we're, we're trying to start, it, start with the basics. You know, I'm surprised it's not making noise. It's not that. I mean, it's not. It's. I mean, why do you have some of this this blue stuff? What are you talking about? Oh yeah. This is is flavorsome cheese, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of complexity in it, right? That's what makes yeah. it so good. Maybe too much complexity, actually. <laughs> yes, I don't, I, you know, I complexity is, is, is good, but this is like a wall of sound complexity. Yeah. This is so much coming at you at once that you probably would need to eat half that, that piece just to parse out everything that you're, that you're tasting. Because there's so much going on I, there. It's hard to... to... And you're I just all emotional about it because it's in your memories. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of hand gestures going on over there, too. It's not 
us this See, you're money. We're getting a reaction. So, so you, you I, are just think, I just think this would be great sitting down with a ruby port, right? <laughs> or I, uh, you were in Portugal a while ago, right? No, but ports. I'm just you know. I mean, I wouldn't. Would you? Would you have this with whiskey? Right? Um, I think I would. You, you know, maybe like, uh, you know, uh, well, so or would you have it with a peated whiskey with a lot of smokiness, right? Or would that, would this be too much for that, right? If you're daring me to eat this <laughs> alongside a shot of George Dickel. Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. Right. Yeah, 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 but no, wait, we got it. We're going to change from a, a cheese tasting to a. No, no, you. This is. Hairy. The whiskey comes out sometimes. It I mean, does. this stuff is. Um, oh, heavens. I, I keep. I'm trying. I'm not going to do a shot, but I'm going to have a sip with this, and I'm going to see. You want your little gla- little glasses? I would. Little, little thimble. And this has to be a rind on. Oh, yeah, you gotta have the you, full on. You, you need to be careful pulling that lever. Really, the no, no. I'm, I'm which part? The the grainy part with the white specks, or the red part that looks kind of mash them together. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. This is gonna be a terrible idea. This you want to notice? You're Alright. Notice how little I'm pouring in there. Okay. So we getting some rind on this guy. What comes first? What comes first? The cheese or the wine? Or the cheese? No, what you got to do is put the the cheese on some bread, right? Yeah. And then wash it down with the booze. Uh, I'm sorry, the whiskey. You got it. The fine Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) Take your medicine. Yes, sir. What else the, I, I can smell a good amount of rind. Oh, there's a lot of rind on mine. That's the point, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, it just smells like the forest. That's <laughs> <laughs> The Green Mountains. It yeah. smells yeah. like the Green Mountains. Yeah, that's right. George All of the flavors are rushing yep. at me at once. <laughs> and now hit it. Hit it. It's all those cows. They're ambling oh, for you. That face, ah. that face is not the face of a man who just enjoyed his shot of whiskey. <laughs> no, it's George Dickel. You can't, you can't make any face but that. <laughs> it burns! The Dickel face. Oh, it burns! So what, what's the verdict? Well, there's a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot going on well, with my flavor palette. Well, while you the burn helps. Wait, did you swallow? No, no, I mean, suppose you were... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Did you swallow? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, would you choose to do this if I had forced you? <laughs> I mean, I kind of now you've had an experience. You, say, <laughs> you go back home, you know, it's, it's, it's late October, you think, boy, I'm going to get some of that Vermont cheese. <laughs> I'm going to have some strong whiskey with it and some great late bread. And really, we're going to set out. Evening. Really, we're really not. Let it sit out and So, how about right. right. before you before finish this, you got to talk about hard tastes. Okay, I, I can't even say. All right, well, so without the, without the rind, without the rind, it tastes like a. Oh god! I was gonna say it starts fairly mild, and then there's a sort of not a dark tang to it, but it's not sweet either. It's one of those things you get from a soft cheese where you know that it is biologically active. Yeah. Well, that tangy, biologically active flavor takes hold 
and it's really hard to to uh, parse out other flavors. I, I, don't I mean, it's I really right. filled your nose, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That tanginess is... I might be just... Uh, maybe I'm just sensitive to that, but it really just grabs a hold of a flavor and just kind of blots out everything else. I'm disappointed it's not creamier. I thought it was going to be well, creamier. I thought it would be creamier, too. It, it looked it, like it, it was... Is, it is like a mid to ripe brie, right? Yeah. yeah. That's okay. that's the core but still, flavor of it. Just, yeah. Um, it has that, that sort of nutty, earthy flavor yeah. of a yeah, more... Yeah, it's a more um, mm-hmm. ripe brie. And it is pretty potent with the rind, right? The rind has a lot what? of a lot crunchiness. Of, I mean, that yeah. rind is crunchy. Yeah. And it uh, you know, just it just fills all your nightmares about this rind. To <laughs> it just fills. I mean, this this is a very flavorsome cheese, right? It goes good. It it should go good with really uh, strong drinks. Uh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, you couldn't pair up this with anything, you know, anything I mean, non-alcoholic, really. Well, I, well I, I mean, if you were to have like a real strong ginger beer, oh yeah, one, yeah, right, one that's not too sweet, um, uh, you could again, uh, um, but it really goes to alcohol, right? especially yeah. something that has some some drink that has a very assertive flavor because this is yeah. a very assertive. No, you cheese. got you got to have assertive flavor. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's got to have something to do battle cheese. with. Aftertaste yeah. is gone. Not for me. Well, no. you just had it without whiskey. Yeah, it's more recently. Yeah. Yeah. But a couple months. Yeah. Um, I'm right. just waiting for my flavor palette to uh, clear a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, would you rate this cheese formidable? <laughs> it is formidable. <laughs> formidable indeed. Um, I, yes, uh, this is really good cheese. This is the kind of stuff that makes civilization worthwhile. Yeah, this makes civilization worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks, you sit Another up, one. Sit up and Another one. Yeah, there's, ma- there's many of them. Yeah. This is a great cheese. It's quite it's fascinating the way that something that starts out as milk can end up so many so, different yeah. ways. Yeah. So different, right? Yeah, it's funny. And that... Right, there's there's many of those different ways. <laughs> yeah, that is well, all of those different ways. Thanks to Glenn. This was, this was, uh... Yeah, was it? I mean, we, we've had different. a lot of commentary. I could almost uh, imagine it, his try. rising no, tone of voice when, when <laughs> explaining this cheese because it's, it's, there's so much <laughs> going on with it that I feel like he would be... He would be really excited about it. Mm. So, it's, uh... Especially that thick part of the rind there that oh, I'm just yeah, not yeah. going to try. <laughs> That's the good part. You know what it kind of reminds me of most recently is that Montenegro. No. That Montana- just in terms of, like, experiential cheese. That Montenegro was stiffer. Think so? Yes. Yeah. Probably. That stuff tingled. Yeah. yeah. That mm. stuff was still with you for a while. And that's, yeah. like, you're talking that this rind is intimidating. That was black. Yeah. That is still my, like, gold standard for most yeah. intimidating soft cheese I've had. Yeah. That was a really good cheese. Well, I'd say good as though you could even attach a, uh, a rating. It was like such an experience. It was the corrupt steel of soft exactly. cheese. It was like witnessing a... We'll have to try you out on that, Dad. I know you I know you like stiff flavors. You guys are own. Stuff, st- stuff says, I'm climbing out of the Petri dish and coming for your children. <laughs> yeah. So, shall we find out what yes. happens when a hoot nanny breaks out of the rodeo? Yes. When the goats just go nuts. Uh, Dad, you got right. something else you want to say here? No, 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 no I'm, I'm actually going to suggest we move on. All right. All right. 
Okay. Uh, we still have a uh, bright orange rind. We still got three juices. Yeah. It does look like a melon. It looks kind of uh, mango-y. No, mangoes don't get lightened though. I like the color gradient. Like you can't really tell where the the rind ends and the cheese begins because it's mm. all just cheese. The rind translucent and then yeah, it got a bright orange rind. Yeah, it's only it semi opaque. Fairly stiff. Wow. Pretty stiff. Look at that. Yeah, well, I don't need to like bust out the chisel cheese knife here. Oh, but, bust it out. Uh, I don't think That's the rind really. Yeah. I don't think that's uh, does it peel off? Uh, if that's a, a uh, if that's not an edible rind, that is on there. Yeah, it's peeling back here. Little chunks. So this is a goat gouda. Now we had another goat gouda. What? Two months ago? Uh, we had something. Mm. You were here. Yeah, that was when we had all the goudas, right? And I don't remember being all that interested. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we yeah, that was like the four Gudas. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a family get together. Yeah, the four Gudas. <laughs> they were having a hoot nanny. Council of Gudas. Sorry, this is our PA. It is 23 bucks a pound. It's a fairly unremarkable looking white cheese, although it flakes kind of very, with a very fine texture when you, when you cut it. Yeah. It's got kind of a salty, snacky aroma. Would you say it smells nutty? <laughs> no. I like they say, say about every cheese, tastes nutty with a hint creamy. of sweetness, a hint of creaminess. It doesn't smell like anything. There's like a, it smells like kind of like well, dusty milk. So well, after the, everybody's quiet. I'm not sure well, if that's it's, good or it's bad. It's a nobody's very a, complex cheese. Nobody's a lot of flavors over. in it. It's just they're really subtle. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the consistency is strange. Yeah. It's it like feels like it's going to be a dry. Kind of, uh, kind of crumbly cheese, but then it gets, it, it almost kind of feels like sandy if, when it breaks down, sure. and We've it leaves a nice, uh, it leaves a nice, nice finish, finish, right? Yeah, yeah, really nice finish. Sweet, a little it's buttery. Like a basic cheese. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. It's kind of a basic cheese. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm not sure I entirely agree with that. No. I think that if you. It's one of those things, if you think about it more, and you have a couple of pieces of it, once it starts coating... Hmm. I'll have another piece. It's got... Yeah, it's drier than you expect. It's got a little bit of goat. The smell is kind of... is obviously goat's milk. Right. It's got that faintly sandy consistency to it as it... Yeah. As it breaks down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, like... I don't know. I, I just feel like it tastes a lot like... I don't know how to describe it. It tastes like it should be creamier than it is. It just kind of dissolves away. What I'm straw. What I get is we are agog, sir. As far as goudas go, that does not taste like a gouda to me. You know, does it taste uh, almost like a? Well, the first hit is a little bit of it's butterscotch. A yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's butterscotch. I get that kind of, yeah. It's gouda. Yeah, true. Then, um, okay. I'm gonna try then one. there's kind of like a little bitter no. I want to try a piece with a full gradient from center to rind. <laughs> you know what this tastes like? I think this tastes like that Prairie Sunset stuff, which is the fourth one of the goudas we had. Right. It was that bright orange yep. stuff. And I think it too had a sandy 
unless I'm misremembering, we had something that tasted a lot like this, and that was a goat gouda. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Just trying to recollect the flavor. It's like the, the consistency of it <clears throat> kind of carries it along, and then it just gets sweet and buttery for me. Yeah. Right at the end. And it just kind of, that sweet and butteriness really sticks around. Like it leave it coats your uh, your palate, and uh, I like that. It's it doesn't seem like it should be as sweet as it is, but it is a gouda. It does taste kind of caramely, and yeah, it does taste so yeah. caramely. You're right. That's a strange consistency for a gouda, though. It's a goat gouda. Ah, that's why. Goat he gouda. said <laughs> as though he knew. You, this is not the first goat gouda you've had. <laughs> I mean, it says right it's on ten goat rodeo. Yeah, true. I have not heard a yee-haw yet, but... And well, the hoot nanny hasn't broken out yet. Mm. Interestingly, the last ingredient on this is vegetable ash. Vegetable ash. Well, we've got a bunch of stuff that's had that. Yeah, that vein of vegetable ash that runs through it. Uh, was, that, was that a raclette? That was a raclette, yes. There's a raclette that uh, Soto... Soto Sari. Soto Scenario. With ash stuff. That was fantastic. It was a reclet that had a, a thin vein of vegetable ash that ran through it. Okay. It was nice. It was quite delicious. This stuff, I like it. It's not really it's, that complicated that there's a lot to say. It tastes buttery and kind of sweet. I don't think it's buttery. I definitely get buttery. I think it's sweet. Okay. I think it's got kind of like a straw, like a sweet straw taste. How would you eat this? I mean, if you were like this, just I, I agree. You just sit down, carve it up, eat the chunks. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's okay. it's a good enough uh, it's a good enough cheese that I would just carve this up and eat it on its own. Yeah. Um, I think applying it, you probably, you know, you're not losing anything by breeding it over something else and mixing the flavors oh, because it's not that complicated of a flavor. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to lose it. Grind up, grate it over, grate it over. Yeah. 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 Huh. Mix it with butter, melted butter. Put some, yeah, put a little bit of spice in it, and have it over like. And then pour it on a steak. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say pasta. <laughs> Second time the steak is coming off. That's gonna come up more on a steak. <laughs> Wait till we get to the really serious cheese. Wait till we get to the blue cheese because blue cheese is so good on meat. And yes, serious. It is. Yeah. Well. All right. Shall we move along, yes. or shall? Uh, is there any final thoughts on this one here? This is good. Um, I need to look to see. I should actually get another piece of that Prairie Sunset to see if my memory is accurate. You're saying Prairie Sunset, and I'm thinking Prairie Breeze. No, it's no, not no, Prairie Breeze. What was Prairie Sunset? Prairie Sunset was a gouda that we had <clears throat> with the three the three aged goudas. We had the, the young gouda, the medium yes. gouda, and the three year gouda. Yes. And it was a bright orange rind. Prairie Sunset. And I was Eddie Roth. And I was not really thinking that it was going to be on, all that on. great. Here's what she looked like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not just the rind that's orange. Yeah, the whole the, thing uh, is, is, is Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, and if my memory is right... I can be in your neck. That's a better deal. Yeah. It's a little less subtle. This has a little bit more... This is easier. <coughs> but if you're looking for that general flavor, this is kind of like the withdrawn older brother of that. And this good. is about six bucks more expensive per pound. Hmm. Good pick. But it's also more refined. I really like the way this flakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it, the consistency is, uh, is, is strange and uh, appealing to me. This is a like quiet, quiet eating cheese. Yes. Would you eat this with any fruit? Nope. 
I mean, you have an apple. I'll always eat cheese. I'll always eat fruit with the Or a pear. I almost think, uh... You wouldn't want something too sweet. I would say a pear would be perfect, but I don't like pears very much. Well, uh, I mean, some of us have losses to have to cope with. (laughs) A nice crisp crisp green apple. apple. Uh, not not a tart one, right? Something more like a. Um, no, I think a good tart apple would be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, or I'm thinking a little more sweet, like a mac, right? I think that this. See, I get the sweetness in this cheese, so I would uh, I would pair. I always lean towards citrusy and kind of tart fruits. Um, this doesn't need the acid. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's right. That's true. This isn't oily. It's not. It's yeah. not persistent. You'd have kind of a uh, acidic taste, kind of balancing. Yeah. Okay. And you know you wouldn't want to have a really strong flavor against it, right? You know, it's something yeah. more subtle. I'd have it with grapes. Yeah. There you go. White grapes. White grapes. There you go. Not Concord grapes. That's a terrible idea. Concord <laughs> grapes are just too hard to eat. I don't want grapes that have been conquered. No. <laughs> So there is a conspicuous pair of twins. Well, no. All right. A pair of twins would be four. So So we've got two gorgonzolas here. One's a picante, right, which means it's like sharp. The other is a dolce, which means it's also sweet. Still sharp. I mean, and they are they are strong flavored blues, right? I need to calibrate a little bit my expectations here. You're big on managing expectations. When you say it's a strong flavor blue, do you mean it's a strong flavor blue by other people's standards? No, no. Well, or by yours? Let, let me, all right, let me, let me be more specific. This, these are strong cheeses. We need right? units of measure here. <laughs> um, you know, compared to all the cheeses we've had, even the... The uh, Oma. The Oma, right? These are much more flavorsome cheeses, right? I find your use of the term flavorsome to be somewhat amusing. So this is the it's like flavorful and fearsome yeah. combined That's a into terrific one word. Odor, though. Yes. Yes. I'm not a big gorgonzola. <laughs> yeah, but you can feel, you can sense the sharp, right? The little punch there. Yeah. So should I optimize for the bluest part of this? Uh, also, oh, this is the picante? Yeah. Not yeah. the dolce? Okay. All right, so this is, what does it look like? It's got kind of a reddish yellow, faint reddish yellow rind, going to white inside with vigorous flecks of blue throughout. Yeah. And the, the blue gradient is stronger toward the center, right? Yes. Yeah. This is strong. Looks like a hunk of blueberry cheesecake. Right. It is not going to taste like that. It's got kind of a clean blue smell. Yeah. That's what I was saying before. You know some blues smell like yeah. they're they're actually like gone off like this has got kind of a bright blue cheese. Yeah. Yes. And you it. can feel that little sharp punch, right? In the middle of your tongue. Mmm. Mm. Everybody's, no. everybody's reacting identically here. Jay and I are kind of looking at each other because we're the only ones who haven't tried it yet. Let's go. <laughs> I, see, <clears throat> I see thought going on. This is a tough one for me to eat. That's, uh, is it creamy? It's very creamy. Mm-hmm. It's very creamy. It's got a very nice texture. You feel like this is, this is like a blue cheese dip just oh, yeah. rendered oh. into a slice. Like like it's so fire. creamy. Now the other one, the, the dolce, right, doesn't have a kind of punch that this one has. But like from the core. That is really like 
so a hotted up blue cheese dip. Like I realize that's sort of the Philistines way of putting it. It's sweet with the like this blue. Yeah, it's for a blue. And then there's um. It's got a. You, you can just see. Build towards the end. I'm feeling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean that's real good build. I mean, it just fills up all your wow to your sensory apparatus, right? This I'm is really turning around on blue cheeses. You like this? I I have loved the last three blue cheeses that I've had. We've secretly been injecting you with serum, <laughs> and I just like I never really I I never really got on board with blues before because of this. Is my mission, Jack. My mission. <laughs> it's almost like the sinusy effects that you get from it. Maybe it's the fact that it's I went summer. from not liking that to, I mean, obviously smell is part of tasting, but that uh, that tanginess that you you feel all the way to the top of your skull, it's not bothering me as much this anymore, is, and it's just so it's just so robust yeah. mm. flavor. This is not getting into my sinuses. It feels like I've set off a minor firework in my mouth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Due to yeah. all the tingling. On the tongue. Oh my god. Um, it's not just the tongue, which I find a little alarming. But no, I mean certainly the tongue, but also like the side of my mouth starts tingling a little bit. Which yeah, you taste it all over. Uh, you gotta admit, this particular blue one would make a great sauce. I want to dip a wing just into that block. Or make your steak, right? I blue want, cheese blue yeah. cheese over beef is one of the one of the best flavors. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, uh, of all the I mean you just think of the you just when you do an experiment, right? Taste the two blues. Yeah, I gotta say which one, one would you like slathered on your steak? Actually, I would like the sweet one, to tell you the truth. Hmm? I think the other one's too overpowering. What do you mean? The Dolce, I like. Yeah. I'm going to get a nice dark hunk of the uh, Dolce here. Blue cheese to me is overpowering anyway. Alright, so that picante hits your mouth, and immediately it's like blue tingle all over. But it's not like a... You know some blue cheese tastes like it's starting to go off. Yeah. And that's just how it is. It's not like... Dusty. It's not like spores. This doesn't taste like that. It's it's consistency mellows it out. Is there a trick that I'm getting here, or is that Dolce Wait, intensely salty? Or is that just or is that just plain tricks on me? The Dolce looks more formidable because it's harder. Yeah. Oh, it's and it's bluer. And the the veins of blue are much uh, much more pronounced through it. But uh, yeah, maybe just the difference in age. Yeah, it could be. Mm, this looks sporty. Mm-hmm. I, between the two, I am firmly on the side of the picante. Oh, me too. This smells firmly. And you know, Glenn said we would. Yeah. He would say, how is that, with its more intense flavor, how does that go down easier than that? Texture. Texture. It's got to be. Yeah. That's the big difference. That creaminess <coughs> coats your palate and protects yeah, I, it. I, I, I gotta disagree. I think it's just the flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It just slips down, right? It's the whole the whole concoction, right? Yeah. I just love that the 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 the, the uh, sharpness to it. You put it in, right, you, you start to taste it, you taste the cheese and you taste the blue, and then all of a sudden you get this hit. 
There's the, yeah. it's sharp, right? Then it smooths away, you know, you swallow it down, right? <clears throat> like, I, I, ha I tasted every step of that with the picante <laughs> and with the dolce. <clears throat> I got the blue cheese tang and then just drowned in salt, like saltiness. You didn't get enough of the blue then. Oh, <laughs> did you? <clears throat> you seem to be paralyzed. <laughs> Eventually, you get no, it affects gross motor function. Yeah. Um, I am, the picante, I think, is much better. That picante this dolce is, just, oh, that no. picante is something special. No. Dolce, no. I mean, oh it's... gosh, I like the dolce. I have to I figure out a way to eat that entire tongue. Admittedly, I hit... Like oh, the bluest part. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean the Dolce. Yeah. But the blue, it's not a, it's not like a nice blue. It's like the neighbor who lets his lawn get overgrown and throws scraps into your yard. Like <laughs> this other one's the neighbor who, like you know, hangs out and invites you to his barbecue. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out the difference. And uh, apparently they're from the same valley. It, yeah. Has this been aged much more than Dolce? I, I don't know because it really it has that taste. It tastes like. Yeah, it may just be it's an older... It's firmer. It I looks like, like appearance-wise, it looks like the rind looks like it's been aged more. And I feel so like the creamy one should be called the Dolce. Well, it's got a sharper... Uh, yeah. I mean, you can. I mean, it's what distinguishes the two, I think, because one's... All right, got to try another piece of this without the blue. As much of the blue. You've got to eat the blue. The I did eat the blue. That's why I was... He got all the blue. Reacting. Oh, I'm not in Bob's corner on this whole blue conversion. Um, I'm not. I'm Your not time will come there. But yeah, well, let me ask you this: be. Have we ever even had a gorgonzola on here? Well, and there's kind of a reason because it's kind of challenging cheese. Well, we've had um, Stilton's Roquefort. Roquefort. We had that German blue, like Carmen Bolza, right? Yeah, German Bolza, which is. Um, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we'll survive right? this. Mm. Yeah, picante, not dolce for me. Thank you. I'm firmly on the side of the picante. It's, it's just a That's delight. delicious. I would buy that oh, again. Yeah. It, you know what it is? The dolce is just blue. <laughs> Whereas the picante is blue in service of the, the overall picante. flavor. The picante starts out like it's not going to be that's right not going to be that flavorful and then that flavor hits and and you get all of it and then it's like you said it smooths out and it just leaves that little bit of uh, the blue on your palate so it's kind of still the last thing that you taste that's really neat mm -hmm. now it, you know it's creaminess. interesting contrast here we have right we've had We've, we've talked about two cheeses with a lot of yeah. verbiage that are really quite flavorsome, right? Oh, yeah. So we got this this blue, this Italian blue, and then we've got this... Um, this uh, the Uma. Yeah, uh, Brie, Uma. you know, sort of mature Brie yeah. uh, uh, production from Vermont. Right? Soft cheeses such as these are, are always... More discussable than than other things because I mean just the just the look of it 
Just it's the, more than the look, Jeff. Well, well, although I no, I'm saying really like, like that rind. The look of it, and then you've got like, oh, well, this part of the cheese is going to taste completely different because this part of the cheese has a chunk of rind on it. This is nice and soft on the inside. This has got a, a more intense blue that's kind of ferried along by the creaminess. This is just kind of an intense blue that's kind of raw and in your face. Um, I think for, for the purposes of discussion... Soft kind of bloomy cheeses definitely evoke the most emotion. I don't think either of these is particularly bloomy. No, I'm saying like in general, like the the soft cheeses with the bloomy rinds, or you know the, the washed rind. That one that we had, the red. Uh, what was it? That little from the cowgirl. Oh rind. right, uh, the red, <clears throat> red something. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Um, like that stuff. It was it was an interesting cheese to taste and discuss, but in the end, I never went back. Red Hawk, yeah, like I never went back to that cheese because it was just there was just so much going on with it that I wasn't going to get it out the next day and go through it all again. You're saying it's rare that you're in the mood for a more complicated flavor because when you're in the mood, you want like I want this straightforward thing. <laughs> yeah, when I'm discussing cheese, I want a complicated cheese, but all other times I tend to just want to stuff delicious cheese. You want a big 5-pound block <laughs> of a orange cheese. Block of cheese the size of a car battery. You want a liquid block. Is there right from last week might have been the perfect I think the perfect cheese for me. Right. I want to subscribe to I it. Put a lot of stuff on <laughs> We got a cheese last week that was uh, labeled simply as Wisconsin Mild Brick Cheddar. Okay. No, Wisconsin Mild Brick Cheese. And uh, it was a mild brick. Tasted like cheese. Wasn't cheese. It, it, it? It was a cheese that tasted like a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Oh yeah. Having that put me back into Greg Kennedy's kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Good cheese they got us that time from up in Canada. That grilled oh, from cheese. the um, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, <laughs> let me ask the uh, the hostess here. Uh oh. So you've had we've had all these cheeses out, right? Now suppose we are having um, guests over. Um, two couples, right? So it's going to be kind of a a, a dinner. Are any of these you would offer as sort of a um, appetizer? Any of the, are these cheese? Yeah, are these? Sure, I wouldn't offer the blue cheese. I can tell you that. Well, which one would you offer? Which one? I actually thought that um, the first one we had, that chamomile. Chamomile. I kind of like that for yeah, that, that, and, and people would talk about it, right? Yeah, I, mean, I would, like that. And the, get people the involved. Any one, I like that. I thought yeah. that would have been a good uh, appetizer cheese. Yeah. <clears throat> I would serve. The if I had the means to keep it melted and at a stable temperature, oh, yes. <laughs> the cacio cavallo. Yeah. Because I think uh, I think that just begs to be melted onto something. Um, I would serve the picante blue because I feel like everybody should try that. Um, like even if you're not into blue cheese. That's uh-huh. just such a, it's just such an elegant, like, such Spirit. an elegant entry into the blue cheese. You're, you're um, saying that your your guests would be unlikely to just punch you in the face or throw their drink in your no, face. It's like, there's going to be another scenario I'm going to ask about. This is just the intimate. This is only six people having appetizers. 
for a long dinner, right? They're probably, they're, you may be having cocktails or maybe having wine. Uh, now, the, the, the second scenario is now you're having a, a party. Right? Sorry, if I may. You're all wrong, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, the best cheese to have on the appetizers <coughs> is the one that's now in the fridge. Oh, oh yeah. Out. Bring that it, back is up. That, is that black garlic stuff. You we're put losing, that on bread. Oh, that we're, uh, yeah, we're losing that from consideration. You're right, Jer. You're right. That would make a conversation. That would. Because yeah, people would be like, is this gelato? Tasty, fancy. And if you're going to have, a, you're having a dinner that's like garlic prone anyway, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, that would be good. I yeah. forgot I mean, about that one. People would, would sit down right and say. Garlic, garlic is really kind of the answer to everything. What? Well, that bacon. <laughs> So you got problems with your joints? Have some garlic. It works. Correct. You need to improve your circulation? Have some garlic. Need to get your party going? Throw garlic at people. <laughs> Good you know, that, was, that would be great. Um, I mean, okay. people would talk, right? They they talk about that. They talk about the Oma, right? Yeah, they, I, know, I didn't really like. I feel like people would taste this the uh, the black uh, the black garlic, and immediately think, what is this dip? Who made this dip? What is in this dip? This is not a dip. Not a dip. This welcome is a cheese. To, welcome to the cheese machine. <laughs> exactly. Now, the, another scenario is a cocktail party, right? Now you got 20, 30 people around. You're not sitting around a table drinking and talking, right? People are moving in and out, moving in and out. You lay these cheeses out. Which one would be gone first? Gone first? And the final, the other question is, of course, which would remain? (laughs) Which would be taken out of the room for odor purposes? (laughs) No, no, Uh, (laughs) Jack. I would say gone first would probably be the, probably the black garlic because it's, it's, Spreadable. It's spreadable, yeah. so it's easy well, yeah, to but eat. Would people dare try it? Oh, after the, you force them, after the first couple, people do. Yeah, somebody said, oh, that yeah. cheese in there is delicious. you got to try it. Yeah. yeah, and there's always okay. somebody, somebody like me who so yeah, takes you it as a dare. Oh, yeah. That, that would be the... I, 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 yeah. I would say... Picante. A friend of Picante? I think that would go quick, too. You do? Do you? Yeah, because not... I mean, not everybody... Some people are really into blue cheese, and people who aren't really into blue cheese are kind of okay with blue cheese. And then there's a small number of people that really don't like blue cheese. I think half of that would go. I think that would appeal to everybody. Mm. Everybody left of completely hates blue cheese. And I think it would go quick. I think a little of that does it for you, especially at the beginning of an evening. Like, that's not your, you know, like... Yeah, that's a big flavor right up front. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we're talking a cocktail party now, right? Yeah. People walk around Manhattan's. Then in that <laughs> case, in that case, <laughs> I would go with uh, I would go with simpler cheeses. You know. I mean, what about the um, the 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 goat gouda? The goat gouda at the, that, at the cocktail party. That's a good anchor. I think so. That's a People good anchor because it's good. You cut that up in little pieces. The thing is, like yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, an, it's an agreeable enough. Yeah. Yep. It's gone. an agreeable enough. And people enough would say, flavor. oh, isn't this yeah. interesting? Yeah. So easy, won't easy, have any enemies. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, the you purpose here is, it's not, is not to drive your, your guests away, right? It's to give them something to talk about, give them an experience that they say, boy. It, if you drive the guests away, though, that means there's more cheese for me. This, <laughs> sure. <laughs> this, this person really knows how to put together a party, right? Give me an interesting experience, right? All this stuff goes well. Something to talk about, something to enjoy. 
The inverse of that scenario is that you are alone. <laughs> yeah. In the dark. <laughs> Which cheese do you prefer? Your night cheese. The answer is the Oma. It's a cheese to just be alone with and just get weird. Because... <laughs> No, you're going to go through a lot of emotions. No, weird. Yeah, we say it's it's not going to go through a lot of emotions. Ex- existential. <laughs> what do you mean by get weird? It's like you take it and go wander in the desert with it. <laughs> I don't think I want to wander. Walk cheese. I don't think I want to wander the desert with salt Really, cheese. just think about it. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> I would say of all these, uh, I'm going to remember the Oma and the Picante the most because it was the most uh, sort of profound flavor of all of them. Um, flavor-wise, I, as far as which one I would buy again, because I can think of a bunch of applications for it, and I hate to nominate my own cheese, but, uh, the black garlic chevron. Um, and for just sitting on the couch, carving it up, on doing, having my night cheese while I'm watching my shows, I'm gonna say, Goat Rodeo Hoot Nanny. All right. Jay, you got any uh, you got any comments? You've been aloof. Yeah, um, I, man, night cheese, such a great concept. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, I really enjoyed the picante. I'm glad we got a couple of uh, a couple of blues together. Um, like I don't know, I, I've said time and time again, like I don't I don't have I don't think I've got like the the, the, the palate that you guys have, the experience you have with with cheese, and I'm I'm kind of like curious to. To see what the blues bring. Yeah, but this one's knocking on your palate, right? Yeah, that was awesome. I like that. Um, I'll, I would definitely grab that again in a heartbeat. Um, I, was, I was excited to try the Oma, although it is way more intense than the Harvest, and I remember from the same um, same folks uh, in Vermont. And the um, Chevro is awesome as well. Mm. I'll toot that horn for you too. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Even even now, as I think of it, I think like I want to make that dip. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I'm thinking like even at the cocktail party, like prepare people for it. Like don't don't like like with the picante and and, and the chevra and the oma, like not even like leave that out and like with yeah. some crackers, like like already have that lathered on some something with yeah. some yeah. some jam yeah. nearby for them yeah. to try. Like, you can't go. Oh, you have could, fun. Do well, it. Well, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't sucker punch somebody with a powerful cheese. I try to I try to do that too on average once once every other week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, oh, what's I this? Just some blue cheese. Would be great, but if I were having a party, I would have it already on crackers or oh yeah. yeah yeah definitely. Help people along. Yeah, this though, this hoot nanny, you could just have it out <laughs> on a plate. Yeah, that's and just people, straight eating. That's just the kind of cheese yeah. that you put out on like your coffee table when people are over it, and everybody's just picking and picking, and then it's gone. You know, it's yeah. very, very eatable. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to just take and, and eat little bits of it. Yeah. The the Oma, what was it? The Oma, Oma. Oma. That was just a little too overpowering for me. <clears throat> and as was the blue cheese, but I don't I don't like blue cheese yeah, that much blue. anyway. Yeah. So I thought the. Uh, and I guess I, I did like the um, the first one we had. The chamomile. Oh, that's no. good. I thought, but I like Havarti cheeses. That's what that reminded me of. Yeah, it like didn't... having that with some fruit. That's delicious to me. Yeah. Having just burned through a pecorino, it just didn't taste like a pecorino to me. Like it tasted like <laughs> it tasted like a Havarti that had kind of a 
kind of a mismatched flavor in there. But, nonetheless, Dr. Jean Rolls. Well, yeah. Um, Which one punched you in the face? Well, I, I would say that the, the most um, surprising experience was the uh, picante, the gorgonzola, right? It was just the combination, and uh, it's just, I thought it was a great experience. I, it, it's great to eat and be wonderful on steak, right? I mean, just be, oh yeah, or, or on some vegetables, right? Yeah. I mean, you um, make a cheese sauce or something, even a yeah. cheese sauce with uh, for... Um, for some pasta, but um, I really Blue enjoyed the whole one because of the flavor, the complexity. I mean, if I was sitting down and not worried about my cholesterol and my caloric intake, right, and I had a nice glass of uh, appropriate um, wine or port, uh, I would and just eat that. I could just eat that until it was gone. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the strong cheeses tonight are really good. Yeah, really good. The, the black garlic concoction, I think, would be a lot of fun. Right? Yeah. That'd be, can you imagine sitting around playing a game, playing cards with, uh, with another couple, right? You have this around the table, you're drinking wine and eating this stuff, and everyone starts smacking their lips over that. So, you know, this, yeah. Yeah. this, this was a great combo tonight. Yeah. This was really nice. Yeah. A lot of nice cheeses, a lot of good. Yeah. Experiences. This was definitely a board, a board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> black black garlic is probably my my favorite here. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I gotta stand up for it in part because it's not on the table anymore because it's all gone. But that cacio cavallo when melted. Yeah. That, yeah. That's nice. probably that's probably my second favorite. Um, um, go rodeo I like because it's an easy eating cheese. I don't really care too much about the chamomilla and the real stiff the dolce blue. Oma was interesting, but I uh, either don't didn't get that particular gene from you, Dad, or I'm uh, not mature enough to have it manifest. And I'm glad I, tried, I had the picante. I, re I recognize what it is, but I'm uh, probably not going to be grabbing a hunk of that for anything other than perhaps making the world's most uh, sophisticated blue cheese blue cheese sauce. It was it was a delicious evening. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. So number forty-two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. The answer to life, the universe, and everything is apparently soft cheeses. <laughs> soft, <laughs> washed rind cheeses. Well, if you get one that's biologically active enough, there's probably life, the universe, and everything inside of it. <laughs> there's a lot going on in that uma right now. Mm. <laughs> it is in it is in a period of transition. It is right now, right on the edge. Tomorrow it will be all the way gone. It will be its own planet. And that. Even though I think, I don't mean this in a bad way, even though I think that it was the most traumatic of the cheeses, I have so much respect for it. Well, it's growing eyes right now, and it is looking at you. It's a wild scene, man. <laughs> Just think about it this way. You will to brag about that scar after the trauma. Exactly. So we should thank Glenn for... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good recommendations. And give us some choices. Man, I... I Stuff yeah. I can't wait to see what that guy pulls out uh, when we have him on the show because it seems like, given enough preparation, We're need that P man would hit the streets and come back with something weird. We're gonna need PPE. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. And an insurance writer. And that's uh, that's cheese, man. That's cheese. <laughs> so thank you for listening. 
uh, that's been episode 42 of Gouda on Gouda. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, when this does eventually uh, wash its way up onto the internet, uh, hopefully sooner than later, I uh, hope it finds you with the joy of the cheese. Good night. Uh-huh.